Whether a date night or family holiday outing, Meadowlark's Winter Walk of Lights is the perfect way to experience the magic of the holidays. The half-mile walk through Vienna's enchanting Meadowlark Botanical Gardens features lighted nature themes and sparkling displays. Get your tickets now at winterwalkoflights.com. Extend your holiday season and beat the rush with a weeknight visit in November or early December. Plan your visit and buy tickets at winterwalkoflights.com. That's winterwalkoflights.com. Hey, come on in. What's going on, everybody? We are live right now on TikTok and Instagram, both at Bishop Foreman, B-I-S-H-O-P-F-O-R-E-M-A-N. I am the People's Bishop, Pastor of Harvard Church. Do me a favor. Come on in and let me know where you are watching from. Come on in. Let me know where you are watching from tonight. It's Tuesday night, and on Tuesday night, we do this thing called a message preview. That's what we do. And it's literally just that. It's a preview of the message that's coming up. Tomorrow is uh, Wednesday Night Live. It's our midweek Bible study, but I got to tell you, it's on fire. Our atmosphere is always charged. It's always amazing. It's always intense. It's always electric. And uh, it's electric. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Listen, and uh, it's certainly going to be that uh, always. So come on in. Let me know where you're watching from. Tampa, good to see you. Let's bring this camera down. Aurora, good to see you. Come on, let me know where you are watching from. I got TikTok up and I got Instagram. Denver, good to see you. Shalom, everybody. Shalom, Decatur, Georgia. That's ATL Metro. Shalom is this word we use at Harvest. And it, it, it means peace, but it means more than that. It means nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all as well. So every time you release that word, you're releasing Shalom. STL, St. Louis, good to see you. Fort Morgan, Colorado, good to see you. Come on in. Let me know, Aurora, where you're watching from. Come on in, TikTok. New York City. Good to see you, New York. New York. Uh, several New York. New York, I'm both. Uh, New Jersey, Aurora. Aurora, good to see you. So listen, y'all, we've been in this series, um, and let me get you to share. When you share, people get saved. Over 250 decisions that we've been able to record of people who have given their lives to the Lord so far this year, and that happens in part because of your share. When you share, people get saved. North Carolina, Memphis, 901, good to see you. Um, so we've been in this series called um, uh, Let's Start Over, Scratch That, Let's Start Better. Because with God, you're never really starting over. You are always starting better. Can I get you to confess that over your life and just type the word better in the comments? Just type the word better. With God, you are always starting better. You are never really starting over. And um, this past Sunday, we had a guest, Bishop Ward Bright, the vice chairman of our board of directors. He ministered two great messages. I want to encourage you to check out. One was called uh, Don't Miss the Miracle Because of the Moment. And the other one was called um, Getting Beyond Better and uh, Getting Beyond Better to Get to Getting Beyond Bitter to Get to Better. Excuse me. Uh, better is a very interesting word because it implies that there is something greater. And I need everybody to hear me. I don't care how good you are doing today, better is available. And whenever, watch me, here's why a lot of people lose hope. Here's why a lot of people commit suicide. Here's why a lot of people give up. Here's why a lot of people get in depression. Here's why a lot of people get in anxiety. It's because they do not have hope that better is available. And I need everybody to hear me tonight. Better is available for you. Not just for your neighbor, not just for somebody you know, not just for somebody that you met years ago, not for somebody else. Better is available. And you have to know that because it will, somebody says, I want to be a part of your movement. Bam, let's go, Timothy. We want you to be a part of our movement. Um, Y'all give him the way to get our app. Love for you to be a part of it. All right. Um, while we're on it, you can, everybody can connect to Harvest. You can text the word Harvest to 877-552-4746, and you can get connected to Harvest. You get our app, get connected. You can live in Denver. You can live in Atlanta. And listen, here's what, what I love about it most. You can live anywhere across America and around the world, and you can get connected to Harvest and be part of the family. All right? Somebody says the ATL location is West me. Come on. That's amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. Bless you. Um, so better is available. And this is so important, y'all, because if you do not know that better is available, um, you will lose hope. You will lose expectation. And you have to keep your expectation. Also, make sure, shoot me a DM, Pastor MJ850. Shoot me a DM um, so we can make sure that you got connected to the right folks. All right. Uh, you can do it over here or you can do it on Instagram. Um, you got to hear that. Uh, it better is available. Um, and Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him that can do exceedingly, abundantly. What does that mean? Better. 
that everything that you ask or think, to ask means to pray, to think means to imagine. This is important to understand because sometimes in life, wave at me if you can be truthful, that sometimes in life, you felt like you hit a ceiling. You felt like you have hit as much as it's going to get, as good as it's going to be, as great as things are going to uh, ever uh, be for you. And that's not true for you. For you, what did I teach you in last month's series, the sequel? The Bible says that he takes us from glory to glory, from one de degree of glory to the next degree of glory, which means you are never, watch me, you never ever arrive. You never ever arrive. You have to have hope that better is available. You have to believe that your finances can get better. I know you're loaded now. I know you're doing better now than you've ever done, but better is available. I know that you are in the best shape that you've ever been in. Watch me. But better is available. I know you're more spiritual now than you've ever been, but better is available. He cannot give you better if you think that better is not available. And tonight on this message preview, if I don't do anything else, I need you to make sure that you know what's available for you, that you've not hit the ceiling that you have not plateaued, that you have not arrived, that you have not accomplished everything that God wants to do in your life. Why? If you still have a pulse, God still has a plan, better is available for you. I know you have an amazing home, better is available. I know you have an amazing automobile, better is available. I know you lack nothing and want for nothing, better is available. Let me speak to those of you that are entrepreneurs or industrious or your go-getters. You gotta hear this. We have to have something ahead of us that we are always working toward. And whenever you do not, uh, you're not working towards better, watch me, you can begin to make dumb mistakes. You can begin to do things that uh, have nothing to do with where you're headed. You can begin to do things that are uh, and get involved with distractions. You can begin to get involved with the wrong people because you do not know that better is available. Watch me. Better is available for your marriage. I know y'all love one another. I know that they are the cream in your coffee, that they're there, the bucks in your star. Listen, but you got to hear me. Better is available. I know um, that you, you've accomplished more than everybody else in your bloodline, but better is available. Uh, and this is so important um, because if you do not know that it's available, you won't pursue it. If you do not know that it's available, you won't go after it. If you do not know that it's available, you will literally, here it is, you will be in relationships with people that represent, watch me, your past instead of your better. You will be in friendships with people that represent your past instead of your better. I began um, to really do a deep assessment of every person around me. And I've been in prayer and, and really just sitting back paying attention to make sure that every single person around me is a person that is iron. Iron sharpens iron, which means you, because you're pursuing better, watch me, you gotta have people around you that are in pursuit of better. You cannot have settlers around you because settlers get slaughtered. You got to have people around you that they are in pursuit of better. I know you've already typed it, but can I get you to type this again? Better. Better is available. Better is available. You cannot settle. And can I say this? Many people will try to get you. Here's what they'll say. You want too much. Wave them if you've ever heard that. You're just trying to do too much. Wave them if you've ever heard that. Uh, you just need to lower your standards. Wave at me if you've ever heard that. Uh, you, you're, trying to, you're trying to accomplish too much. Wave at me. Uh, you just need to slow down. You just need to slow down. Wave at me. Can I tell you, never ever take constructive criticism from people who have never constructed anything. Never ever take constructive criticism from people who literally have never constructed anything. Never ever consult failures about how to succeed. Never ever consult the fruit list about how to produce fruit. It is so important that when you understand that better is available, that you do not allow yourself um, to be sullied by the suggestive nuances and the direct uh, uh, um, comments that individuals make that would try to get you to come down. You got to have a little John attitude. Come down for what? Do you hear me? Better is available. Better is available for your education. I know you're smart. I know you have a very uh, elaborate vocabulary. I know that you're erudite in the profundity 
of your didactic explanations uh, gives people goosebumps. But guess what? Better is available. Better is available. Better is available. Somebody says, I need you to open a church in St. Louis. Don't threaten me with no good time. Listen, we're excited. Harvest, we're just getting started. We got so much more ahead of us to do. All right. Better is available. So on last Wednesday, I taught you this message, finding a better way. Finding a better way because God, watch me again, we never start over from scratch. With God, we are always starting better. Why? Because he uses your past and your present as part of the plan so we start better. Romans 8.28, and we know that all things uh, work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his plan and purpose. And I told you this last Wednesday that if you are alive, that means you're called. If you are alive, that means you're called. Let me backtrack and help you to understand how you got here. You existed before your mama ever met your daddy. Bishop, how do you know that? Jeremiah chapter one. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Which means before your mother ever met your father, before that egg was ever fertilized by a sperm. Hear me. God says he knew you. Now that ought to make you put a praise on the screen right there. Because this means that your existence predated your birth. Mm. Why is this important? Because you got to understand this life is so much bigger than this life. You existed before you got here. This is why the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Why? Because you've not experienced death yet. Why? You existed before you got here. I'm going to say it again. That's why the wages of sin is death. Because we've never experienced death because we existed before we got here. Jeremiah chapter one, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Which means God says you and I we had a thing and I sent you into the earth for the time you were needed most, which means if you are alive, that that is proof that you have been called by God. Y'all better hear me today. So never, ever. I just wonder what I'm here for. No, I don't need you wondering. I need you to know you were sent to the earth to solve a problem. I need you to speak this. I'm a solutionist. That's what you are. You were sent to the earth to solve a problem. You existed before your mother ever met your father, before that sperm ever touched that seed of that egg. You existed before there was ever a twinkle in her eye. You existed before prom night. Y'all ain't saying nothing. You existed before that. Why is this important to understand? Because the Bible says that we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and those that are called according to his purpose. So the second one, we know that you have been called. And this is a great problem. Somebody says, but what problem? That's a good point. I've taught a series about how to figure out what problem you're sent to the earth to solve. Um, get our app so you can get that series. All right. But the first part is for those who love God. Now, this is interesting um, because sometimes, watch me, um, you don't really know that you love God until your love for God has been tested. In fact, a love that hasn't been tested is a love that cannot be trusted. And this is not just with God, but this is anybody. Anybody can say they love somebody. Why? Because your love hasn't been tested yet. Anybody can say that they love somebody. Why? This thing hasn't gone through any trouble. It hasn't gone through any tribulation. It hasn't gone through any tests. Don't tell me that you love somebody until that love has been tested. And I think all of us on these two platforms tonight can testify to the fact that, watch me, our love for God has been tested. Tested by what? Tested not to trust him. Tested to believe in false gods. You ready? Tested to say, well, I don't know if I believe in that Bible. But watch me. You are proof that, watch me, that he, the God of the Bible is real. Watch me. I don't have to read somebody else's testimony, baby. All I got to do is look at my own life. If you can testify that your love for God has ever been tested, just put this on the screen. And I passed. And I passed. Yes, my love has been tested, but I passed. Yes, my love has been challenged, but I passed. Yes, there were days I didn't want to believe, but I passed. Yes, there were days I said, I don't even know if this is real, but I passed. And there were days I said, this, this seems like it's all too good to be true, but I passed. But I passed. This is for the good of them that love God. Listen, loving God doesn't mean that uh, uh, it is perfection. Loving God, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Do what I said. So here's how God, loving God works. Loving God works like this. God, because I love you, I want to do what you said. 
And here's love for God. And if I miss doing what you said, then what I will do is get right back on track. See, loving God doesn't mean, because some people, watch me, you'll make a mistake and you'll beat yourself down so bad that you'll fall away from God. While I was in the gym today, the Lord said uh, to begin to pray that when, and this is what he told me to do for me. It says that when I preach that there is a conviction that's released that will cause people not to fall away. That there's a, listen, the statistics tell us that every person who makes a decision to become a Christian will like, listen, um, uh, most will fall away within two years of making that decision. That's what the statistics tell us. He told me, pray against the statistics. Can I just throw this in here for somebody tonight? For some of you, instead of just knowing the statistics, you need to know the statistics so you can pray against it. I know you're not supposed to succeed because you're a this and a that and a this and a that and a that and a this. But instead of saying, well, the statistics say I shouldn't, you need to pray against the statistics. Literally, while I was in the gym on the leg machine, he said, son, begin to pray. And when you preach that there is such a conviction that comes that it would snatch people to cause them not to fall away. Father, in fact, I pray it now. That anytime I'm live, anytime I do a video, anytime I do anything up, that there is such a conviction that is released, not condemnation, but a conviction that is released, that it would cause individuals not to fall away. We pray against the statistics and we declare that people would not just give their lives to you, but they would stay. What did we pray last night in prayer? June 1, Father, that you would keep us from falling. We pray against the statistics. We refuse to agree with them. In Jesus' name, can you drop an amen right there? All right? So listen, um, in that, loving God just simply means that if we fall away, if we mess up, if we screw up, and guess what? We all will. What does this mean? We get right back on track. Um, can, I, can I get you to just speak this to yourself? So anytime you feel low, you'll say this. Type this on the screen in all caps. Get up. Get up, get up, get up, get up. I don't care how you feel. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what's going on. Get up, get up, get up, just get up, just get up. Oh, but Bishop, I had a rough day. Get up. Bishop, my Monday was tough. Get up. Bishop, Tuesday has been a rough day for me. Get up. Guess what? You got Wednesday. Guess what? Guess what? Whatever you didn't accomplish today, you're going to handle that thing tomorrow. Get up. Oh, but Bishop, I went through a divorce. Get up. Bishop, I went through a bankruptcy. Get up. Bishop, I went through a bad relationship breakup. Get up. Bishop, I went through a financial setback. Get up. This is not it for you. It's not over for you. If you still have a pulse, that means God still has a plan, right? Romans 8, 28. And we know that God makes all things work together for good to those who love God and those that are called according to his purpose. So I gave you those two. And then verse 31 says this, verse 31 shouts me um, because it says this, what then shall we say to these things? What are these things? Any challenge that we face? What then shall we say to any challenge that we face? If God is for us, shut your mouth. Who, I like how the Amplified Bible says, who can be successful against us? And that's deep. Because watch me, listen very carefully. Can I give you the, an English lesson real quick? Pay attention to the verse. The verse says, what then shall we say to these things? Things, things. That's not a, that, that, that's a noun, but it's not a proper noun because it's not a person. It's things. If God be for us, who? Well, now, now we got a noun. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now we got a noun. Y'all, now we got something crazy going on. Because he says, what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Why? Because he's telling us nothing by anyone can succeed against you except you. Nothing by anyone and anything can succeed against you except you. I'm going to say it a third time so that you put a praise on the screen. Nothing by anyone can succeed against you except you. He said, what then shall we say to these things? What are the things? The things that people do. The things that people do. And can I get some witnesses on here? People will do some things that can mess with you. And can I say this to everybody? People are not the reason you start. So don't you 
dare let people be the reason you quit. People, can I be honest, as a shepherd, you'd be shocked at some of the things people do. You'd be shocked at some of the things people say. And watch me. And not just people who don't know better, because you ain't worried about them. It's the people who know better. It's the people who you like. You you know too much. You've been trained. You've been developed. You've been spoken to. You didn't go through the classes. You, you know better. And some of the stuff that people who know better do will make you want to just totally unplug and disconnect. And you can never, ever, ever, never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never, ever, 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 never, ever, 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 ever let somebody, watch me, that is not the reason that you started, be the reason that you quit. As a, Let me speak to every shepherd that watches me or is connected to me in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Don't you dare let one of them sheep be the reason you disconnect. You're not Jesus. Sometimes you're going to need to ditch the one and go after the 99. I just said something right there. Sometimes you're going to need to let that one go so you can keep the 99. Jesus goes after the one and leaves the 99. You're not Jesus. Sometimes you need to say, you know what? One, you're distracting me from my 99 so you can go. You're not going to distract me. Come on, put that on the screen. I will not be distracted. I will not be distracted. I will not be distracted. I will not be... Your little attitude is not going to distract me. Your little passive aggressive behavior is not going to, I'm talking to somebody, it's not going to distract me. The witchcraft you practice, what's witchcraft? Rebellion. The Bible says rebellion is the sin of witchcraft. Uh, watch me, that is not going to distract me. That is not going to distract me. All this extra, that is not going to distract me. That is not going to, come on, you got a whole testimony. That is not going to distract me. All right. This is so important. What then shall we say to these things? What shall we say to these distractions? What shall we say to these challenges? What shall we say to this stuff that people do? He says, what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? It's the things that people do that you need to learn how to speak to. Y'all better talk to me tonight. It's the things that people do that you need to learn how to speak to. And stop saying, God, why would you let them do that? Uh-uh. This ain't God's fault that she crazy. Who am I talking to tonight? It is not God's fault that they're disrespectful. It is not God's fault that they're dishonorable. It is not God's fault that they uh, 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 are always starting mess. It is not God's fault that they don't follow through. It is not God's fault that they don't see through what they said. That's not God's fault. So stop blaming God on the behavior of who am I talking to tonight? Stop blaming God for the behavior of grown people. That's on them. And the best thing you can do Watch me. Can I teach you something? Is you got to learn. Come on, Sade said, you talking to me. Stacy says, you talking to me. Speak, Bishop. The best thing that you can do is learn. Watch me. Is learn how to say, mm-mm, mm-mm. You need, listen, I made a dance move some time ago called a blessing step. Watch me. Listen, I'm not, for, I'm not, look, you ain't pulling me in all of that. Praise the Lord. I got to keep it moving. You ain't pulling me in your mess. You're not pulling me in your junk. You're not pulling me in your drama. You're not going to have me up all night. You're not going to have me losing sleep. You're not going to have me being stressed out. No, especially if you sit in the seat of a leader in any way, shape, form, or fashion. You have to hear this. You have to hear this. People will do stuff. If I let y'all see my DMs one day, you would say, Bishop, listen, some of, the cr- some of it's not crazy. It's learned behavior. Because I, I don't let people just say that's crazy because some people know exactly what they're doing. It's not crazy. It's crazy if you don't know what you're doing. It, it's, it's not crazy when you know exactly what you're doing. If I let somebody else say, you'd be like, what? What? And you know what? I keep it moving. I don't even, uh-uh, I'm not even looking at that. I'm not acknowledging that. I'm not reading that. I don't want to hear that. Baby, back. For some of you, watch me. You need the blessing step. And some of y'all, you need my other move. It's called a baby back. Which one you want to pick? You can pick yours. The blessing step or baby bye. And some of y'all, watch me, get you the two for one special. Blessing step, baby bye. Get both of them together. Go a little hood right there. Both of them. B-O-F-F-U-M. Right? You cannot do it. You cannot do it. And watch me. While I'm on this, I don't know who's pulling this out of me. While I'm on this, you got to hear this. Don't let what previous people have done make you punish new people. Don't let what previous friends have done make you punish uh, uh, punish new friends. Don't make what previous relationships did make you punish new relationships. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. Don't do that at all. Mm -mm. Nope. Nope. You the one I got an issue with. I'm not going to judge everybody based on you. It's 7 billion people on this planet, and I'm not letting you 
interfere with my view of everybody else. Jesus, if, what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? It's the things that people do. It's the things that people do that, can, that you need to learn how to speak to. And you got to just, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that with you. I'm not doing that with you. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Listen to me, guys. Nothing by anyone can succeed against you except you. And I taught you this on Wednesday. Why is that? It's because of your perspective. Your perspective is how you see something. It's your attitude about something. And your perspective has to be like the Lord. How do you know that? Philippians 2.5 says, let this mind, let is a verb. It's an action, which means you need to pursue this mindset. Let this mind, which was in Christ Jesus, be in you also, which means I have to have his mindset. Can I just get you to type this on the screen? Give me your mind. You're talking to the Lord. Give me your mind, Lord. Lord, give me your mind. Give me your attitude. This is your settled way of thinking, your mindset. Give me your mindset. When you begin to get his mindset, there are things that just won't mess with you the way they used to mess with you. Can I give you a couple of examples? Um, Jesus, and I've taught this before, but it's, it's just so profound to me because when you get his mind, you begin to think that way. Let me tell you something. Jesus, look at me, guys. Look at me very carefully. Jesus never, ever corrected Judas. He corrected Peter. Why? He knew that there was no future with Judas. So he didn't waste his words correcting Judas. Watch me. Some of you all, um, you have a bad mentality about correction or coaching or being given directives. You think if somebody corrects you or gives you directives, someone that's in position to do that, you why are they talking to me like that? How come they ain't talking to her? How come they ain't talking to him? You are nuts and you need to get delivered tonight. What do you mean I'm nuts, Bishop? Because... If you're being corrected, that is proof of love. That is proof that someone above you believes there's a future with you. They believe that there is a future for you. Watch me. No correction means that there is proof in the belief that there is no further direction. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. No correction means that there is proof that there is no belief. It is, you're not even worth the correction. The Bible says that those that the Lord loves, he corrects, he chastises, which means, watch me, you know you're loved when you get checked. When someone is unchecked or is uncorrected or, or not corrective, that, watch me, that is an indicator that it's not worth it. Judas never got checked by Jesus, not once. And I bet you, come on, let's go here, y'all. And then we got to wrap up. I bet you Peter, James, and John were sitting up thinking, why in the world is Jesus checking me about trying to say he's not going to die? And why in the world is Jesus checking me about this and checking me about that? He ain't said nothing to Judas. Judas is stealing money. He ain't said nothing because he knew Judas was going to kill himself. He knew Judas was going to take himself out. He knew Judas was not worth it. And for some of you, when you have the mind of Christ, there are certain conversations you'll say, that's not even worth it. For what? That's not worth going to coffee over. That's not worth going to lunch over. That's not even worth it. Why? There's no future there. Y'all not talking to me tonight. Y'all not talking to me tonight. There's no future there. So here's the thing. With, with me, I, listen, my whole thing is, listen, Lord, tell me. Tell me, because what I don't want is your silence, because God, your silence means, your silence means that you have literally determined that I wasn't worth the correction. Oh, God, and I, oh, shit, but I, ta -da -da say. I know this is a message preview, but I'm about to go up. God, I want to be worth the correction. Can I get you to put that on the screen? Check me. Come on, check me. This is how you know you're maturing as a Christian. When you're, check me. Every time you come in church, you ought to be like, Bishop, pre check me. Every time you log on, check me. This is how I am. When I watch uh, my man, I'm the same way. I'm like, check me, sir. Te get me all the way. Get me together. Check me. I'm not uncheckable. 
If you are uncheckable, listen very carefully. You've been where you're going. If you are uncheckable, you have been where you're going. If you cannot be corrected, you have. did you listen to what I just said? You have been where you are going. The greatest gift you can be given is the gift of correction. See, when you have the mind of Christ, you look at it different. Because in, in most culture, let me prove it to you, even with your kids, even with your kids, your kids will say this to you. Well, you're always saying something to me. You don't say something to the other kid. And, look, and every parent, look at me. I know you love all your children the same. I know. But here's the deal. There's some of them that you like. Look, I ain't even, the Lord going to have to deal with them. The Lord going to have to deal with them because I'm not even going to deal with that. And then there's the other one where you always on. Parents, wave at me if I'm telling the truth. Don't leave me out here. You know I'm right about it. You know I'm right about it. You know I'm right about it. There are some, there's some of your children, you just said, Lord, you're going to have to deal with it because I just ain't even, Lord Jesus. Yeah, you listen, Lord Jesus. Matter of fact, when people bring it up, you don't even want to talk about it. Well, what you going to say about so-and-so? Just, I don't even talk about it. And then there's the other one or other ones where you always own them. So now why'd you do this? Now why you doing it? And, and watch me, they'll think, well, why are you picking on me? It's not that you're picking on them. It's that you recognize they've been picked. Talk to me, y'all. It's not that you're picking on them. You recognize that they've been picked. And you recognize that they don't get to act the way everybody else gets off. They don't, they don't get to get off the way everybody else gets off. And yes, you love them all, but you don't handle them all the same way. Woo! I'm talking good on this preview tonight. Guys, if you're just coming in, make sure that you share. Make sure that you share. That's the mind of Jesus. The mind of Jesus, he was like, I'm not even finna be bothered with checking Judas because there's no future for him. There's no future for him. Peter, there's a future for you. So you need to shut your mouth. Listen to how Jesus talked to Peter. To Judas, he said, he gives him a kiss and he says, you betray me with a kiss. He calls Judas his, his friend. Peter, Peter says one time, Peter says one time, hey, um, Lord, never say you're dying. You ain't never going to die. Do you know what Jesus does? Jesus turns around and Jesus looks at Peter and he says, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan. He, he literally says, get behind me, Satan. He's like, hey, listen, you, I'm not even going to be bothered with what you're saying. Now, this is, listen, this is literally him talking to Peter. And Peter is literally that guy. He's literally that guy. He's literally that guy. But even as that guy, you got to hear me. Even as that guy, even as that guy, he's checking him because he recognizes Peter one day, you're going to get up and you're going to preach. And when you preach, 3,120 people or 3,000 people are going to give their lives to the Lord. Peter, you are going to be that guy that your shadow is going to heal people. Wow. Your shadow is going to heal people. Hey, Judas, you're not going anywhere. Hey, friend, come on, y'all. When you have the mind of Christ, um, when they were making allegations against Jesus, do you know what Jesus did? He said nothing. He resisted the temptation to defend himself. He resisted the temptation to defend himself. Um, when you have the mind of Christ, your perspective changes. Why did he resist the temptation to defend himself? Because he knew he was talking to people who it didn't matter what he said. It didn't matter what he said. That's awesome. Praise God. It didn't matter what he said. He knew that if he said one thing, they're going to have a problem with that. If he said another thing, they're going to have a problem with that. When you have a, the perspective of the Lord, you, rec you ready for this? You recognize you can't reach everybody. When you have, let this mind, Philippians 2, 5, let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. When you have the perspective of the Lord, you recognize everybody is not going to like you. And many of them won't have cause for why they don't. But since I have his mind, I'm good with it. I'm okay with it. Come on. Can I get a few of you who, who struggle or used to struggle with, with people issues? Just say, I'm good with it. Put that on the screen. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. There are certain things you're like, I'm not going to defend myself. For what? They don't want to hear what I have to say anyhow. They've made their minds up. 
So everything they see is going to simply reinforce what they've already chosen to believe. Everything that they see is going to always reinforce what they've chosen to believe. I remember one time um, um, somebody posted something online and they said um, something that was just totally, totally ridiculous. Um, and, you know, my initial, you know, I'm a shark, okay, and a lion together, but not a lion shark because those are small. I'm a shark and a lion, all right? So my initial response was like, oh, no. Mm -mm, mm -mm. So I immediately go into prayer. I bind that thing up in the spirit. I'm like, Lord, get this person. Get them, all right? So I have time for it. And I was really tempted to go and respond. I was really tempted to go and respond. Um, and I said, no. Uh, he said, no. I said, Lord, no, I need to say something. He said, no, you don't. He says, listen, they have determined what they want to believe. They heard what they wanted to hear, even though it's provable that that's not what you said. It's literally provable. He says, it's not worth it. It is not worth it. You got to hear me. He says, you keep, you keep getting people saved. You keep feeding people. You keep clothing people. You keep changing lives. You keep preaching the gospel. You keep reaching people. You keep doing what you do. But you do, don't, but you do not have my mind. My mind is do not defend yourself against, uh, against something someone has to say who does not want to hear what you have to say anyhow. They don't want to believe what you have to say anyhow. You ready? All right, we got to go. Um, we saw how Jesus, uh, we saw Jesus' mindset and how he handled his miserable moments. Jesus was betrayed. Then he was abandoned. Then he sheds his blood alone. And he spent, or he sowed 30 years preparing for three and a half years of ministry to perform 37 miracles. And I taught you that he did more in 40 days after the cross um, as they had to start over, scratch that better, than he did in three and a half years of public ministry. And what I said to you is this, you will do more with less in less time. You got to rejoice on that. We are in the image and likeness of God. He did 37 miracles in three and a half years. But John 21, 25 says he did so much in those 40 days after he raised from the dead that there are not enough books to record it. You will do more with less in less time. What if you don't have what you think you need because you don't need it to do what you're going to do? What if you don't have what you think you need because you don't need it? Oh my God, that just set me free right there. What if you don't have what you think you need because you don't need it to do what you're going to do? Literally, the Bible says that all of the disciples abandoned him. And there were thousands of disciples. Most people, when you think of disciples, you think of the 12. But the 12 were really what are called ruling apostles. Acts chapter 1 calls them bishops. After Judas dies, there's 11. He's replaced by a man named Matthias in the book of Acts chapter 1. Um, but there were at least 70 apostles because apostles is a Greek word, apostello, which means sent one. So there were at least 70 plus the 12, 82. The Bible's um, um, was a little ambiguity as to whether or not they were included in the 70. Here's the point. There were over 70 apostles. There were 12 ruling apostles, but there were thousands of disciples. The Bible says that all of the disciples abandoned him. Thousands of people walk away and he's left with 11. Can I teach you tonight? Can I teach you? You on the preview. I always give y'all a little bit more. 11 is the biblical number, you ready, of dysfunction and chaos. He is left with dysfunction and chaos. Oh my God, I could throw my chair. But he does more in the midst of dysfunction and chaos than he did when he had the 12. He did more in 40 days than he did in three and a half years. And for some of you, you got to hear me, you will do more after dysfunction and chaos than you did when everything was looking smooth. Somebody ought to rejoice right there. Somebody ought to rejoice right there. You will do more in dysfunction and chaos. The reason that is chaotic is because you're going to be the one to bring order to it. The reason it's dysfunctional is because you will be the one that brings function to it. Guys, if you haven't shared me, make sure you share on TikTok. Click the little arrow at the button over here. Click the triangle over here. All right. I gave you in last Wednesday's message these 10 steps on how to actually start better. And I want to encourage you. It was called Finding a Better Way. I'm going to encourage you to go check that message out. Get our app. Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Can I get both of you on both platforms to type that? Now, 
Um, let me set you up for tomorrow's message. Tomorrow's message is called How to Get Better Results. And I want you to get excited about it. I want you to get so excited about it that I want you to share once we get off tonight. Let people know about it. You can watch it uh, on our website. You can watch it on YouTube, on Facebook, and our app, uh, on Twitch. So many digital platforms. Twitter, we got tons of platforms for you, but get that app. That's the best way to stay connected. Text the word HARVEST to 877-552-4746. Boom, you got it. Now listen carefully to this, y'all. Tomorrow night's message is called How to Get Better Results. How to Get Better Results. Um, because this series, really, bo- How to Start Better, really boils down to better results. Tomorrow night, I'm going to show you a story that is often used in the Bible. Um, it, it's literally where the Bible talks about how there was confusion brought. Confusion, chaos. Come on. Yes, we do have Twitch, doctor. Confusion, chaos, all of that. Um, and it's often used from one angle. I'm going to teach it to you tomorrow night from a totally different angle, from a totally different. No, listen, I'm excited about your excitement, Tim. Um, Timothy, I'm excited about it. From a totally different angle, I'm going to teach that thing tomorrow night because I'm going to show you um, how um, in this particular story, they did some things amazingly well. But from this particular story, I'm going to show you what they could have done better. And we're going to talk about how you get better results. I just want to end giving you these definitions of the word better. Oh, my God. This thing is so when I was preparing this, I got so excited about it. The word better means more excellent or effective. So this month, you're going to become more excellent and effective. Excellent means doing things well. Effective means doing the right things. See, you can be excellent, but at the wrong thing. Now, you can be an excellent liar. You can be an excellent skeezer. You can be an excellent, you know, two-timer. You can be an excellent, inconsistent person. Mm. Excellent is doing things well. Efficient is doing the right things well. Right? The next definition, it means partly or fully recovered from illness, injury, or stress. Watch me. The part means you're making progress. But fully is where we're going to get you through the end of this month. Fully is where we're going to get you through the end of this month. All right. And then lastly, to improve or surpass a present or previous level. Um, that's the definition of better. To improve. If I look at me. If you are not constantly improving yourself, you will eventually hate yourself. I'll say it again to let that sit on you like that. If you're not constantly improving yourself, you will eventually hate yourself. You'll eventually dislike yourself. You'll eventually look at yourself and say, who am I? What am I doing? This is why you have so many people that are so dissatisfied with self. Bishop, how do you know there's so many people dissatisfied with self? Why? Because... Watch me, because look at how they treat other people. The Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself, which means all you got to do is look on social media to see that people, a lot of people do not like themselves because you look at how they talk to other people. Come on, kingdom. You look at how they talk to other people. You look at how they demean other people, how they pull other people down, how uh, they throw junk on other people. So the way you treat people is really a reflection of how you treat yourself. So you can post all day, I love me. You can take as many selfies as you want. Just because you're a narcissist doesn't mean you love yourself. Tease, Bishop. Just because you're self-centered doesn't mean you like yourself. You got to hear me. You got to hear that. Just because you're self-obsessed does not mean you like the self that you are obsessed with. It's quiet in this chat tonight. All right? Um, and so in that, you have to consistently improve yourself and surpass previous levels. So tomorrow night's message, we're going to jump into this thing. It's called How to Get Better Results. It's going to be amazing. 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. And guess who's invited? You and you and you and you and you. You're invited. If you're in Denver, you can join us in the building. If not, no problem, Bob. You can join us on any of our digital campuses. I do the previews so that you get excited about the word. Wave at me if you're excited about tonight, tomorrow night's message. So you get excited about it. So then you will go share. Share where, Bishop? Post it on your story. Post it in your, on your Instagram page. Post it on Facebook. Put the website out on your social media. Here's the thing, guys. 
Um, when you share, people get saved. We need 750-ish decisions to get to 1,000 by the end of this year. And those are 1,000 lives that matter. So I need your help. Everybody is included. Nobody is excluded. All right. Last two things I want to do tonight. If this bless you, you can sow into it. Always be a blessing to what blesses you. Let me tell you something. Can I read you all this praise report? I was going to wait till tomorrow night, but I'm not. I'm going to wait to, uh, I was going to wait, but I'm not. Let me read you this praise report. Uh, listen to this. This is Shalom Bishop and Harvest. I sold over $20,000 during the fall feast. And unexpectedly, yesterday, I received three checks in the mail that almost fully cover what I sold, not to mention the daily benefits and harvest from my seed he loads us with. Bishop and Harvest are anointed for financial increase. I've been in church my whole life and I've never seen anything like this. Can you put a praise on that screen? Can you put a praise on the screen? There's another one. There's another one. And I think I want to read it. I think I want to read it because I saw this one come in today. I'm going to read this one. You ready? Let me read this one. God has absolutely blown my mind. I'm probably going to read this for tomorrow night too. Sunday morning, my husband decided to check his account and discovered he'd receive an unexpected deposit of $15,000. He has also been healed of congestive heart failure. His most recent ultrasound test showed his heart function to be at 65%. It has been it has been as low as 15%. Listen to this. Since coming to harvest, if y'all don't shout, he has stopped drinking and stopped smoking after 50 years of heavy if I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. I'm getting up. Because you're gonna put a praise on that screen. That's what you're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Guys, we celebrate when God moves in the lives of people. I can, I, I'm going to read that one tomorrow night too. That one is so good to me. After 50 years of heavy drinking, hallelujah. It says, thank God business words do not fall to the ground. Thank God for this anointed atmosphere that we get to experience every week. Wow. Wow. There's another one in here too, but that was going to send me to a praise. So listen, guys. Um, if you ever, if your faith ever needs a jolt, ever needs a jump, get to that app and get to that website. All right. If this bless you, be a blessing. How can you sow? You can use cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. Whatever you sow, um, use two five, Philippians two five. You can do $25, $52, um, whatever you want to sow, but put those two numbers in it. Um, two and five. I told you I'm going to push you to sow a lot, um, this month. And that's because I believe that God has got great heart. Listen. These testimonies are proof of what I said to you all at the beginning of this month. I told you I was going to begin to have you to sow a lot. You're going to hear me talking about sowing a lot this month. And that's because I literally said, I believe that the Lord has got financial wealth is getting ready to be transferred into the lives of people connected to harvest. You're already seeing that happen. You're already seeing that happen. A 15,000 unexpected deposit. Get, the, get out of here. Shut the front door. It's over $20,000 and three unexpected checks yesterday. Shut up. And those are just a few. Y'all know pray, these praise reports run deep. So something connected to Philippians 2.5. All right. Um, but I just want you to get your seed in the ground. Why? Because if you don't have seed in the ground, you're not going to get a harvest. Last thing I want to do, if you're not a Christian, tonight's your night to come to the Lord. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him. You can recommit yourself to the Lord. Literally, right, Jelana? It's already happening. I know what I heard at the beginning of this month. He said, push the people to sow. I said, Lord, he said, do what I say. He said, push the people to sow. So I'm going to do what I'm told to do. And you're already seeing it happen. You are already seeing it happen. These praise reports are amazing. You're already seeing it happen. All right. If you're not a Christian on three, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. Number two. If you need to recommit yourself to the Lord, you do the hand wavy emoji or say it's me too. If you're not sure, do that hand wavy emoji or say it's me. One, two, three, respond right now. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at on the count of three, I want you to respond right now. I'm gonna count you down from five, four, three. Respond before I get to zero, two. Respond before I get to zero, one. Don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. Well, Bishop Foreman, I'm not sure. I don't wanna be judged. You will not be judged. When you were Bishop Foreman, you were in a safe place and a safe space. Nobody will judge you. And if they ever do, you let me know. And we're coming for them. All right? That is not that is not my heart. That is not the culture of harvest. All right? That is not who we are. One, I'm waiting on you. Who are you? 
that God has held me up. There's, there's, there's somebody that we're waiting on your response. Come on, I gotta go. I need you to respond. Do that hand wave emoji or just say it's me. If you're not sure, be sure. If you need to become a Christian, this is your moment. If you wanna recommit yourself to the Lord, this is your moment. Come on, one. I'm stuck on one for you. Who are you? Who are you? Lord, do what you do. Who are you? There is somebody. I know there's one I'm waiting for, but I gotta go. I know there's one I'm waiting for. Hit that button. Don't you be nervous. If you deny him, he'll deny you. Don't deny him. It's your moment. All right, listen, everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, guys, if you just prayed that prayer, text the word decision at 877 552-4746. And when you do that, we're going to shoot your text right away and show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. See you tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, Wizard and Live Bible Study. It's going to be great. If you're in Denver, be in the building. If not, no problem. Watch anywhere. Guys, go share this tonight. Make sure that you share this on your story, share this on your page, share this wherever you are. Put the website, harvestchurch.church. Love you guys. I'm going to sit down now. <laughs> Love you guys. Shalom. Y'all look at this. I want y'all to see this TikTok. Um, I do a, we do a TikTok pop-up on Wednesdays and Sundays. I just want to show you why we do it. I just want to show you why we do it. Um, because I want you to look at these numbers right there. See that? That's 861. You got new followers and all of that um, that came through on that live. Um, so God is always using all of these different technologies to reach new people. All right? So to God be the glory. Love you guys. Shalom. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Nice. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Yeah! Phone plan streams in standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.